0: ba ba Rotten Apples.
1: <laughs> Charlie's working on the theme song.
0: Welcome we'll to them. the inaugural, the first episode of <laughs> Rotten Apples, where we review Broadway shows
1: since we're in a very casual setting and manner because we know nothing about Broadway or theater or shows. <laughs> just like going to them
0: both novices but we move to new york city and we get rush tickets and we go to the shows and we kind of feel like the reviews are unsatisfactory
1: well you think that the and i do too but i think some of the reviews are a little too scathing a little too uh i don't know not for the average human we're just two normal desk workers going to watch broadway
0: Yeah, and and it's it's so expensive. I feel like we can help people out there that come to New York or that live here and then they want to go to a show and they're trying to debate which one, get a rush ticket and go to the one maybe we recommend.
1: And like, you know, a lot of people come to New York and see like one, maybe two Broadway shows and they want to know things like, you know, how is the venue? What's the merch like? Um, Is there, there a lot of people? Is it really crowded? Is it, what's the like, what's the general vibe of the audience? Things like that I don't think a lot of reviews cover. So we want to try and cover that as well.
0: I agree. I think people get the gist of it.
1: So Rotten Apples. What are we we talking about today, Charlie?
0: Today we're going to review what we saw last Thursday. I think it was... I forget the exact date myself. But Funny Girl.
1: Funny Girl. Hello, gorgeous.
0: That's the opening line. It's uh, loosely based on... Fanny Bryce, it originally hit Broadway in nineteen sixty four, became a film. Barbara Streisand won an Oscar. The years passed by. <laughs> they revitalized it last year. They started out with Beanie Feldstein. Feldstein. Feldstein, thank you. Jonah Hill's Jonah Hill's sister, sister? or her. Fun Facts. Jonah Hill's her brother, I don't know. Depends on how you want. Oh <laughs> fun fact, he's got a, her name tattooed on her in his arm. Oh really? It says Beanie neither here nor there but mixed reviews they did some changes there's always rumors that Lee Michelle was going to take it and eventually she did
1: because it's like a what continuation of her glee characters' plot line or whatever
0: yeah I think I heard that as well but anyway they revitalize it it's now playing at the August Wilson theater the
1: very cool theater um they have a nice cool lounge area in the front I'd recommend going early and checking it out
0: So, Lee and Michelle took over, I think, July 31st was Beanie's last performance. She took over. Jane Lynch also left. I don't think those, I think just because they were retooling uh, Mm -hmm. anyway, I think Jane thought it was a good time to leave as well since they were going to kind of retool it. People were hoping for some glee drama, but, so that was all there. And then, of course, we didn't even, we get to that, to the cast?
1: Well, what's the plot, Charlie? What's Funny Girl about?
0: So like I was saying,
1: I had no idea before walking in. So.
0: Funny Girl is loosely based on comedian and, and, and. <laughs> Fanny Bryce from like the World War I era. So like back in like the take my wife, please jokes. She was probably doing take my husband jokes back then. <laughs> and I think, I don't know, I guess she was comedian during then. She started out in was Vaudeville. Vaudeville. Vaudeville, yeah. And then she became national known and she was partying with the, the Marx Brothers, like I think Groucho, is buddies with her.
1: The short summary is that there's a Jewish girl who got famous um, doing comedic shows, and it impacts her personal life in a somewhat amusing but oftentimes also very real and sad kind of way.
0: And I, I think there's a lot of songs people would recognize, even if they don't know. Yeah. The musical itself, but they'll hear songs that have been referenced throughout movies and tv shows
1: yeah and then how long was it charlie because i know we all know that charlie <laughs> falls asleep during long movies plays television shows that are funerals
0: long. <laughs> wakes i'll fall asleep anywhere i come from a long line of people who fall asleep i think we uh we'd be drafted in wars but we were asleep when our numbers <laughs> get called so it's just like how we uh we age pretty well, too. There might be something to it, people. Uh, I forgot what you asked now. I
1: asked you how long the play was. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: the play was two hours and 45 minutes, I believe. Maybe 50. Two hours and 50 minutes.
1: And there was there was an intermission.
0: It's an important distinction these days because uh, we'll get into that in one of next We recently saw a
1: show that we thought there was an intermission and there wasn't. It was pretty painful. Yeah,
0: because if you're expecting it and it doesn't come... Uh, yeah, it, it takes like a little bit. Of, it takes you out of the play or the musical a little bit when you're expecting. Totally. Yeah, so, I think one tip there is just to look for signs in the lobby, kind of be very cognizant of the signs because I think there was clearly a sign that said no intermission tonight. We just missed it.
1: They oh. should have announced it though. Anyway, we're getting off track here. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> so, funny girl, uh, the cast was. Why don't you talk talk about who was the lead actress
0: so we oh
1: we didn't go get the bill, bill yeah board. it was a
0: thursday so the it's kind of planned that leah michelle would not be there and then her understanding we like, didn't know that well we yeah i guess i kind of knew she there she wasn't there a lot and when your friends we got free tickets actually is how we got to go so i knew when they gave us free tickets that might be the case but julie benko is the understudy and she was also not there so we got the third string quarterback, as I like to say. Gloria does not like to say that since she believes they're all professionals.
1: She is a professional.
0: She was, she was very, very good. So I think...
1: Her name is Effie Ardema. Ardema?
0: I'll, i would correct you if I could. But she, I thought she was amazing. I think she knocked it out of the park. I think you noticed a couple things because you're a little bit harder on her than I am, but
1: yeah, maybe a little harsher.
0: But you know, she probably never expects to perform because it's like the third string is like,
1: yeah, exactly. Like it, ha- two people have to fall off for you to take the lead. So I, I think first... it was her first, her first time uh, playing the lead. It seemed like
0: so. Leah Michelle obviously was planned, but like, what was Julie Benko doing? I think that's what I, I think that's what the audience wants. Now, where was she? Like, she just party in Soho like all night and then just couldn't <laughs> make it. But anyway, we, we uh, got to enjoy, what was her name again?
1: Effie Ardema.
0: Okay, there you go. She was good. And like, I think a couple of times we noticed the cast kind of helping her, but that's what they do with live theater.
1: Live theater. Yeah. Um, who else did we enjoy? What, what other actors or actresses? I liked the tap dancing guy.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I believe he was nominated for a Tony, right? He was nominated for. He, he was, was the only one. He was the
1: only one nominated for a Tony in this show last year.
0: Yeah. So, well, the fact they only got one, I think, is why the producers. were yeah. like, We need to retool here.
1: So, the Tap Dancing Guy is good. He's on that crappy Netflix show I watch.
0: He's on a crappy Netflix show.
1: <laughs> well, you don't like it.
0: <laughs> is it that too hot to handle show? No,
1: no, <laughs> the one about. <laughs> it's that one we I made you watch on the plane, with the really bad dial. Oh, the, the main guy. No, he's not the main guy.
0: Well, he. Like her the husband th- in the show.
1: No, no. The black guy. He, he's on that show. He's on that oh, show.
0: Oh, okay. I misunderstood when he told me that night. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do
0: we know his name? That might help people.
1: <sighs> his name is. He's very good. Um, but he's on this show that has poor dialogue. His name is Jared Grimes. He's very, 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 very talented. He was nominated for the Tony. He's a badass tap dancer. Um, and he's very good in the show. Oh, you want to, but you want to talk about Mr. Um, the Lead Male Love Interest.
0: Yeah, what's his name? And We apologize if you hear uh I... seems like a woman dying. It's actually our dog, Reggie, who's <laughs> got some hunger issues, and we, we feed him all day, but we're not torturing a woman, though, for the record. We have a dog who's just always hungry.
1: Always, no matter how much you feed him. Yeah. The lead male's name is Ramin Karimlu. Karimlu? I'm probably pronouncing it wrong.
0: But Is he half Iranian?
1: He's half Iranian, half so, Canadian.
0: Okay, because I think the original actor, and I, his name fails me too, I should do better research next time, he was like half Egyptian. It was like a big deal. Oh. So they're trying to kind of stay true to the Jewish lead and then the Middle Eastern that's country really that interesting. probably isn't always a huge fan of Jewish people. <laughs> I, I don't know, so. You
1: know, love transcends everything
0: love of acting
1: Just saying saying lo- no i'm just saying that love transcends like uh heritage culture like where you're from who you are if you love someone you love someone that's oh, the whole okay. point well, maybe he, maybe her actual husband was half like middle some sort of middle eastern yeah, we'll, heritage
0: we'll uh do some research and update the comment board
1: okay so anyone else in the cast you want to highlight oh wait you forgot to mention the one scene that in the show that all the women were like
0: Yep, so her husband, uh, the character's name is Nick. It was a very Nicholas. random open robe scene. Uh, hold your breath. It wasn't a Jesse Williams type of uh, new day Not, vibe. not just uh, not. boxers, but he's definitely showing off some work he's been doing with his core.
1: And you, you told me that it inspired you to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's, definitely, uh, he's definitely avoiding his uh, poke bowls here and sticking to mostly protein.
1: Pokeballs have lots of protein. Well,
0: maybe maybe he gets the right ones. So. But yeah, it was kind of a random robe open, little gratuitous robe open. But I heard uh, I heard many many women and a couple guys kind of say like, woo! <laughs> it
1: was very unexpected. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> it was a memorable scene. I wouldn't say it's a highlight for me. Definitely it not. <laughs>
1: it's not one of your three highlights.
0: <laughs> Wasn't one of my three highlights. I think. My highlights are probably the songs, a couple of them.
1: Yeah. And the you're people. saying the pervasiveness of the songs in culture um, that you didn't realize came from Funny Girl.
0: Yeah, the Rain on My Parade is like a female empowerment song, mm-hmm. which nowadays, I, don't know, we always, I think we're always, women are always fighting. So I mean, they ever not been it's in suffrage. <laughs> I guess I've always been fighting so like maybe in like 2040 we'll get there maybe not
1: maybe maybe we'll flip for the switch flip the storyline a little bit in 50 years but we're not there yet
0: but those two songs are highlights What was the other one uh the people people who like people
1: yeah that's a great song
0: and another fun fact they originally wanted to cut that in the original and barbara Streisand, wow no way
1: no that's like the song um that defines the relationship between the two of them
0: yeah so the songs were the two highlights uh i really liked his tap dancing as well i think was another
1: yeah his tap dancing was definitely a highlight
0: and uh i know can we get to my my buddy the one who wrote rewrote the book
1: (laughs) yes we'll do let's do that i think
0: most people know harvey firestein
1: do your impression of him
0: well he's he's the brother in Mrs. Doubtfire, and I think who does
1: who does the makeup?
0: Does the makeup who helps him become Mrs. Doubtfire, and he's a he's an icon too. I think he's one of the first celebrities to come out in the '80s, so he's he's an icon in the gay community, and, and uh, his voice is very memorable. And he just <laughs> I should have been an only
1: child. <laughs>
0: but the highlight for me was I actually thought he was in it when I heard his name because he's he's a good actor, and I thought he maybe he was in it. But then later, we found out he just rewrote the book. Well, they
1: like teased us. With the. So at the beginning of every Broadway show, they tell you. There's like an announcement to tell you to turn off your phones. And. It's like every performance, I know you think they're off, but turn them off! <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. So Charlie got really excited. Um, and then I we watched the whole show him. and he I, wasn't in it. <laughs>
0: I don't know why I love him. I think he was on The Simpsons too. So I just have always liked. He's just always such a character. And uh,
1: his yeah. voice is like one yeah. of a kind. It really is.
0: So we have another. Category for delusional celebrity sighting. Give a little context on that is, So we live in New York, and I always try to say someone is a celebrity, even if they're not, just to mess with Gloria. And I would say like 40% of the time, it probably actually is the celebrity.
1: I for the one time you thought that when you saw Tony Chalhoub on the subway, it wasn't Tony <laughs> and then, but it actually was.
0: You thought it was. I
1: thought it was, and you said no.
0: Well, he had a COVID mask on, and... If it was him, his hair really great.
1: Well, I think they dye it before he like does any show shows. The shows, yeah.
0: But the way, okay, like this is a good tip if you're looking for celebrities is look up their spouse, and if that's a match.
1: Unless they're cheating on their spouse. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: always that, but you know, he's too old to cheat. His back hurts probably. You can't you can't cheat on your wife if your back hurts. But that said, that his wife was an exact match. For, so I think it was him, and, and um, you know, good old New York. He just put a COVID mask on. And it's hard to see. It's really.
1: He was on the subway. Like they were like normal humans on a subway.
0: We gotta try to find. I think Keanu Reeves always rides the subway. <laughs> <laughs> he sticks out like a sore thumb. That'd be fun. Well, I think they kind of get our uh, delusional celebrity sightings. I don't think I had one that night, did I?
1: Well, you you were like delusionally happy about maybe seeing Harvey Firestein show up on stage, and then he wasn't there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I also thought I would see Leah Michelle, who wasn't there. Also not there. So yeah, I think for this week's episode, our delusional celebrity sighting was at a zero percent, and mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, but just to add uh, like further context, we we've been at broad like not Broadway shows, but off Broadway shows, where we ran into Bo Burnham, among others. And I guess we can save those surprises I saw, for those episodes. Face yeah, you went to. Uh,
1: I saw Billy Eichner at. Uh, Merrily, we roll along just standing outside. Did (laughs) he have front row seats? I like almost physically. I had front row seats. He did not. I don't know. She had better seats than Billy Agner. I don't know. Like, everyone's wearing COVID masks in the front row. So I didn't see anybody in the audience. And as we were leaving the show, we were looking at the shows that were coming up. And this guy, this really tall guy, just stood in front of us. And I was like, trying to look around him at first and see the shows. And then I was like, Wait, that's a really familiar silhouette um, and It's Billy Eichner.
0: It was before you and I watched Bros. It was before Bros. Uh, would you have said something about the movie? No, I don't you think just so. Did you alone?
1: Yeah. Well, he was, like, with some chick or something that he's probably friends with. I don't know. okay.
0: I think... Um,
1: so what, the, what was the vibe of the crowd? Did you feel like it was mostly tourists? Was it people who are big fans of the show, etc.?
0: Well... When you and I walked up, the people with actual tickets flew right in. Because everybody was at the box trying to buy. So that makes me believe it's either tourists.
1: There was a really long line for the box office tickets. I
0: think it was tourists trying to get a ticket that day to it.
1: But we flew right in. There was like very few. The line wasn't very long, but the audience was packed.
0: And there were...
1: I would imagine that there's some tourists because there were a lot of people going up and down even after the show started.
0: Yeah, there was. There's a lot of people... uh, because it was long, there was definitely some people having to get up and pee or vape or whatever.
1: So uh, the venue, August Wilson Theater, very nice theater. If you, when you walk in the front doors and to the left, there's a really cool lounge area and it's very well painted. And they also have, um, last time I was there and I got to wander, they have the history of a lot of the shows that have been um, hosted at the August Wilson Theater. So you can walk around and there's a big picture of each of the shows um and you get to read like a little bit of the history, which I thought was really unique. a lot of sh- like theaters don't have that, so I think it would be actually worth going a little bit early just to like sit in the lounge and like walk around.
0: yeah, I think that's the coolest thing that you know someone not being into Broadway shows even thinks about is right. how historic these venues are
1: yeah i would I encourage everyone to like look up like physically look up when you sit down because oftentimes the ceiling is like beautifully decorated, there's sometimes a very amazing chandelier. Um, there's just all these little Easter egg artistic architectural details to these theaters that have been around for a hundred years um, that people, I feel like, just glaze over.
0: Even if you think actors should be locked up with other communists, you can enjoy the architecture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. And then there is merch. There are There is alcoholic beverages for sale. I didn't, we didn't do either of those, but just so that you're aware. Because I think there are some shows where there is no merch and then there's no beverages for sale either. So.
0: We, oftentimes we'll maybe just do a, like a club soda for cheap. It's usually like still six bucks or something.
1: Oh, but they do have the Funny Girl branded cups, which I always look for. I always look for being able, being able to get a beverage and a like little piece of merch as well. And that's a show where you can do that.
0: That's a good tip. Even though we've got... 45 of them I know we have so many I did, we didn't that's why I didn't
1: get it that time um, apologies
0: if they're bad for the environment
1: <laughs> so another hack is if you buy a drink before the first act and then at halftime halftime at intermission you take that same cup back you should get a discount on your beverage so if you want two beverages that's one way to do it
0: Price wise, I don't recommend getting drinks at no. Broadway or off Broadway shows. Definitely not.
1: Some shows have a uh, like show-themed cocktail. I don't know if they have one there. I don't think so, though. This is a bad example, but if you go to like the Harry Potter show, there's like a Harry Potter-themed beverage. If you go, I think there's one at um, Moulin Rouge. I think had one. Don't quote like me on that.
0: Dumbledore cognac.
1: Dumbledore, but Dumbledore. okay. Dumbledore?
0: What's it like the... Like a muggle mojito?
1: Muggle mojito. Well, that would probably not have any magic in it, so it would probably be yeah, like just a, just a non-alcoholic <laughs> <I already> I'm <imagined. laughs>
0: not going to do anything for you,
1: but... Charlie has not seen the Harry Potter show yet.
0: Yeah. Yet. Yeah, maybe i will go.
1: Okay, was it... Was... So, was... Funny girl, everything that you hoped and dreamed it would be, even though your beloved Leah Michelle was not there.
0: Okay, I think beloved is pushing it, but I am a star. Um, I'm trying to use like like the least offensive term to say this: a star lover. It's a set of other terms I could use, but and I, you know I look forward to you know like when we go to to kill a mockingbird. It's cool when Jeff Daniels or Greg Finer. Greg
1: Finer never made it. That was so sad.
0: I was applauding. I have very strong feelings with Greg Kinnear we can unpack at a, at a future podcast. If
1: you want to hear Charlie talk more about his negative feelings towards Greg Kinnear, please tune in
0: He's great in <laughs> autofocus. <future> episodes. <laughs> as good as it gets, too, he's pretty good. There's one scene especially I like. Okay. When he gets robbed and beaten.
1: <laughs> Expectations of versus reality. Was it...
0: I didn't really have... Large expectations. I think I was kind of thrown off by main actress and Ann. the understudy were gone. I didn't expect it the third, but she was really you good. Were not
1: expecting a third shrink? Yeah, back. so okay.
0: which, but maybe we had a more unique experience. But I think overall, it to me, I think I told you this right after, is that it felt like an old timey movie, and mm-hmm. I, I like old time movies, or yeah. It was very well done, and I think it was fun to kind of connect those songs where I'd heard before, and like, oh, they're from this, and then you can do a, a deep dive on the internet afterwards. And, mm-hmm. and everybody was good, and it was really, you know, it, it was two hours and fifty minutes with an intermission, but I, it flew like I could, I could see it again. And that's big for me because really I can't. Big. I know. A lot of these shows, I can't go back.
1: And would you have paid? I know we didn't pay for it, but would you have paid? I think, I think the going rate is like eighty dollars a pop right now let me actually look it up right now I,
0: I definitely think if you can get a ticket for less than 100 it's worth it
1: oh wow but you would have paid 80
0: i would have paid yeah i think 99 dollars is where i would probably pause then you probably have to go a leah michelle night and be a glee fan oh okay
1: it's that. 60 it's 70 plus um fees so it'd be like 85
0: but if you are a tourist and like one of the shows you could see you can only see one show i would recommend that would be one of the ones i recommend wow
1: that's a that's a very high re- review from you. That's high praise. Gosh. We just watched National Treasure last <laughs> night, so Charlie is in a Nick Cage. <laughs> National Treasure, we'll review that if you wanna <laughs> hear that. Too.
0: Well, I can only review like the first
1: Well, you missed the last like twenty minutes. Hour and fifty minutes. Which is very over. important to the plot. What a great movie. Anyway, uh yeah. Okay. You would have, you would. That's a, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Charlie's review on that stand. I won't give too much more commentary. So yeah, I think that is that it for Pretty us. Pretty much
0: it, but we've got one called the
1: Afterglow. What's the Afterglow, Charlie?
0: How we still feel like after like. Oh yeah, it's after been like time since we've seen. Sure, it, it's been a feel. couple
1: of days. Um, I, I think I wasn't sure what I was expecting walking in, and it was very, very good. Uh, I did enjoy it a lot. I feel the same. I feel the same about it as I did. I think some shows you like five days later, you're like, oh, that was so much better. Or like, oh my gosh, that was actually like not as good as I thought it was initially. I feel pretty much the same about it. I wouldn't say that it's my favorite Broadway show or musical, uh, but I did enjoy it. I don't, I'm not sure I would pay to see it again, but uh, I would recommend that people go see it. That was cute. Yeah, I'm kind
0: of there, but I guess I—if I did go back, we'd want to see one of the other two actresses in the lead. Oh
1: yeah, if you want, yeah, I can see that.
0: Then yeah. we could compare, but again, like we have to get free tickets or something. I don't think I would pay a hundred to go back.
1: You wouldn't pay a hundred. Would you pay eighty to go back? Eh. Just Lilia Michelle. Maybe. Oh. Okay. So that's our review. Just to summarize: great show, a lot of fun, great music. Would you pay to see it the first time? Yes. Would you pay to see it again? Maybe not. If you like classic musical, Broadway musicals, this is the show to go see.
0: She said it best. And if you have got any comments or questions, put them on the board.
1: Hit them, Hit us up on our Instagram, which is forthcoming. Oh, it's up. It's up. It's up. But I haven't posted that much on it. It's Rotten Apple. Rotten Apples Pod underscore. If you have any questions, please post there. Uh, and we will be having a next episode the show is going to be about uh, what's it called again oh my gosh <laughs> we just watched I know I forget the title it's called Pictures from Home Pictures from Home and it has Nathan Lane in it so look out for that the incomparable the incomparable he's probably a very Nathan
0: comparable Lane.
1: he also has a, he has a very iconic voice much like Harvey Firestein
0: at my funeral can you have people say the very comparable
1: the very comparable Charles Tremere. They, like okay. overly comparable everyone looks like you <laughs> okay yeah so anyway tune in next time for our review on pictures from home pictures from home bye thanks everyone